everybody out there in podcast land. You're listening to Xander Roos, Back of House, Blues, Chews, and Loose Screws out of Eugene, Oregon. This month we're talking about customers. Today I'd like to share a story I got about a catering dish warrior and their experience catering a wedding as a young adult. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Sit back, relax, and lose yourself into the catering world. This story comes from a dish warrior about catering weddings. One of the first jobs I had growing up was at a golf club in the kitchen, back of house, for weddings and other events. I remember mostly weddings because they were often the most fun, especially if they had a good DJ. Those of us getting slammed with washing 200 or plus guest dishes could at least get through the night with some good music. Those were some long nights, often coming in around 3pm and sometimes not getting home until after midnight. More than 15 years later, I can still remember the joys and the taste of a free meal and leftover wedding cake. Every meal was mostly the same, but it was still more than what my working class wages would ever afford me. Filet mignon and shrimp was always my favorite. The head chef Maggie was awesome, and our staff was small, and back of house even smaller, so we were a tight crew, and when it came time for cooking and plating, Maggie meant business. Her kitchen ran so smoothly, but everything, Everything was time to perfection. Maggie wore two watches, one on her wrist and one as a necklace under her chef's coat. She had different timers for different things from different watches as well as regular kitchen timers strategically placed. Our plating during dinner service had to be timed just right so that food getting to guests would never be cold or subpar in any way. In order to keep us on time, Maggie would openly and rhythmically stomp while giving orders or put on music that we were to plate to in a rhythmic and timely fashion. My friend and I would often peek through the doors to get a glimpse of the bride and to check out the shenanigans and much of the time witness ridiculous behavior and dancing. Several times we found guests urinating over the balcony after drinking too much. And in those days, marijuana was very illegal, and secret smoking circles were sometimes formed between guests and back of house, which at that time was an unbelievable crossing of the line. Sometimes Maggie would be gifted with joints from the guests for our back of house staff after service was over. At that time, she would never dream of sharing the news or the weed, but the rumors were rife nonetheless. Thank you, Catering Warrior, for sharing that story. I think catering weddings is one of the many causes of one of the many meltdowns I've had in my career. But, it sounds like head chef Maggie had it on lockdown. Time-sensitive cooking can break you if you're not careful. 
But yes, those perks of free food, guest shenanigans, and free drugs always make it worthwhile. I'm curious to know if Chef Maggie is still holding it down today, or if she's retired somewhere, maybe on a relaxing back porch, in a rocking chair, being haunted by phantom timers. You know, this story reminded me of one of my favorite shows, Party Down. It's about the stresses and hilarity of catering gigs, and I highly recommend it. Very hilarious. But back to Catering Warrior. I'm glad you were able to appreciate your head chef, and recall such fond memories of that time in your life. And I can't stress this enough. Music is essential to production. As the great Johnny Cash says, Hey, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get rhythm. Thanks for listening, folks. Look out for more stories coming soon. Want your story shared? Send it on in to Back of House Blues Chews and Loose Screws at gmail.com. Once again, that's B O H Blues Chews and Loose Screws at gmail.com. All one word, folks. I look forward to hearing from you. This is Xander Rue bidding you adieu.